Yo. I'm holding. Yeah, it keeps you running. All right. All locked in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you see what I just did there? I did. You sent me a little uh, flat, Flurry uh, of shower hearts. of hearts. <laughs> I feel the love. I didn't know that was a feature in Skype. I just saw it down there, and it's like, oh, I right. always see that. That little thing is always like. Um, there you go. It's always like flashing at me like, hey, send a reaction whenever we talk on Skype here. And I'm always like, well, I'm not going to click on that right now. <laughs> if not we got now, more important. Uh, when, Brad. Exactly. Very true. So there you go. Another thing we can do that's a completely visual phenomenon for a podcast. <laughs> it's perfect. Well, it was the conceit of the entire show when we started it over That's nine true. years ago. So, but you know, we did go into a lot of detail, like explaining visually, and now I think at some point we just um, stopped. <laughs> yeah, we just assumed everyone can see what we see. Yeah, we realize people don't really care. Nobody cares. They use this mainly to like listen to nonsense conversation to help them fall asleep at night. Right. They don't, it's not even, you don't listen to it. It's just sounds. Yeah. It could be rain, you know? Right. Exactly. It could be the ocean waves. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot lately. Just like listening to people talk to fall asleep at night. Like I put on YouTube, let's like, listen to someone talk about something. Let's listen to this guy talk about, uh, like Ted talks or something. Like sometimes it's Ted talks or it's like, people reciting poetry or it's uh you know just random videos like you know like the good time keeping guy oh yeah i'm yeah. just like hey i'm gonna listen to this guy talk about watches for 30 minutes but i only get like three minutes into it and i'm done i wasn't and in the morning my phone is still on with like that like video played to the <laughs> end just sitting there <laughs> I, it, his most recent one didn't engage me as much yeah, is that the smartwatch one? Yeah. That you sent me? yeah. Yeah, I only I started watching that this morning. I got like ten minutes into it. That's I'm like, it. you know, I'm gonna go yeah. back to finish it later when I'm in a you know, laying in bed in the right state of mind. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get your mind right to be into that. You really need to like, you know, calm the mind and yeah. then absorb the watch mm -hmm. talk. You gotta be in the right headspace, do some breathing. Um Yeah, yeah. Did Just you so watch, you can be on the same wavelength. Speaking of people talking on YouTube, did you yeah. uh, watch that uh, video I sent you about the crows? Well, I've been following the the crow videos. Okay. Yes, I did watch that one, but I've, you know, I have was already on board the already uh, crow board. show. I yeah. just discovered it. Well, um... I you don't go I don't go on Facebook either. I only go on Facebook to manage um interactions with this program. And that's where I saw it. It was sent to us. Gotcha. So if you went I, on there that you makes would, sense. You would have seen it. Yeah. I mean talk go ahead. Let's <laughs> Well, I'm just enjoying uh, watching some crow talk and watching some crow videos. Our pal Gomio is uh you know has a great youtube channel the crow whistler the cr whistler or whisperer whistler 
Whistler. Yeah, Whistler. Crow Whistler. So go on there, Google Crow Whistler YouTube, find his channel. He can watch uh, some nice, uh, you know, crow content. Yeah, if you're looking for crow content. And get a content. little taste of it. I mean, he's still in Japan, right? Yeah. Just yeah. watching these videos, I was kind of looking for clues. Yeah, and hard to like, tell. You can't really tell. No, yeah. there's no signs. You know, it's out in nature. Mm-hmm. There's a road, but, uh, you know, he seems to be driving on the correct side of the road. I guess that's how they do it over there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's no giveaways. Could be, which is nice because it keeps it, uh, you know, evergreen, geographically evergreen. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it, it just goes to show you that a crow is a crow. Whether it's a Japanese crow, an American crow, you know, we should all be more like the crows. I I don't argue that. They're smart. They appreciate beauty. You know, they like to eat. They're tremendous beings. They, they are. People get freaked out by crows sometimes. They cock their head and they look at you, you know. Right. Well, you can tell they're looking at you like they're actually engaged with the world in a certain yes. way that seems right. human-like. Right. Yeah. If it's like a blue jay and like it looks at you all it's doing is like deciding whether it's gonna flee or fight that's it is this a threat you know just on right. a base level that's the interaction you get with like other creatures for the most part crows go beyond that smart motherfuckers they know their names you know yeah it, it's it is interesting how other animals on this planet can like adapt to human culture it's crazy man it's very interesting and it really it makes me just wonder what all this is about you know <laughs> right yes like like is this like this thing we create here i don't know it's just I don't even know what to say about it. I guess that what I'm saying is if dogs can do it and crows can do it, like any creature can do it. Like, it's just interesting that some creatures have it. Like what do dogs have? Granted, they were for, you know, they've been domesticated tens of thousands of years. Probably. I want to say have been domesticated. So like, yeah, there's been a, maybe there's been some kind of, you know, change there of us shaping them. But also just the fact that that potential is just there even latently, right? It's pretty <sighs> fucking fascinating. Like, like what is that capacity, right? That they have, like, what <sighs> is that inside the brains that let them enter polite society? <laughs> right. You know, well, successfully. You know, yeah. It could be, um, just like a parasitic relationship because they learned over time that uh, they'd get more food if they played nice. Right. They didn't have to work as hard for it. Mm -hmm. But that's also maybe not that different than humans. Right. So maybe it's not that crazy so, after all. So they have some, there's some capacity in animals, right, that have well, they, developed they wanna, an right. ability to observe and on some level, some fundamental level, like understand the world. Right. Well, uh, yes, I think every creature has some ability to understand the world, even if it's just a survival instinct. 
mm-hmm. like the worms that hang out at the bottom of the ocean by the thermal vents. They, to some degree, understand the world. Now, if you went down there with Jimmy Cameron in one of your submersibles and you tried to read some Jack Kerouac to it, I don't know that it would engage with that. For one, it's too tedious. For two, they can't read and they wouldn't understand what's happening. Right. Why is there (laughs) light? But not even why is there light? They understand that there's heat and food particulate, and then there'd be a third thing, which would be bright light, which they wouldn't even be able to comprehend that. It would be like the 2D, like flat world creature trying to comprehend the 3D thing that is now interacting with the 2D world, and you just see a slice of it, a two-dimensional slice of the creature at a time. So at least crows... And dogs live on the land, you know, land dogs. Mm-hmm. We live on the land. We're the dogs and us are mammals, but birds are their own fucking thing. Yeah. So oh, they're God, like fish, but for the air. They're air fish. Yes. Yeah. That was where I was going to go next is you try to like you go trout fishing. You catch a trout. You're in a stream now. You catch a brown trout, brook trout or something, and you grab that sucker and you look at it in the face. It doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's not engaged. It just knows it's having a bad time. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I was going to say, I don't think there's a way to get fish to have that same sort of connection that a dog or a crow could have. However, and I'll preface this by saying we just lost our dear friend Sushi a couple weeks ago was a goldfish that we'd had for i think 10 years is that one of those that were in like like giant kind of koi things that were in that yes yes okay yep we lost fishy a year or two ago a couple years ago it was a little older at the time but we just lost sushi a couple weeks ago which was surprisingly sad yeah, well, it's We'd been a fixture in your life, God, you know. Right, for so long. And we got that little fucker as a feeder fish, like a one-inch long, half-inch long, mm-hmm. whatever, feeder fish in a little baggie at the fall festival downtown. Yeah. And brought him home and plopped him in a bowl. And then we kept having to, because we had two of them, we kept having to buy bigger and bigger aquariums for these fucking goldfish. And then he was eventually like, a fish that you would catch and probably keep and eat. It was that big. Right. Yeah. They're big fuckers. I, rem- I remember her. Yeah. And so like, and then I see the, like jar, the bottle, the jar of like fish food and it makes me sad. I'm like, that was surprising. <laughs> I got sad over a fish. But if you would go up to the tank, to the front of the tank, sometimes it did feel like he was engaging with you like he'd come over and look at you now on Mm -hmm. what level i don't know but there was some there was some connection there unlike like a fucking ant you know you can't i don't think you can ever get a connection with an ant maybe not but also we can't necessarily also judge this based on like human behaviors right yeah it's very myopic i guess it gets very it gets very tricky once you start going down this road yeah. But there's a lot there. 
there's if you do go down the road there. it's a long very spaghetti path road yeah that you can yeah. travel on your whole life really yeah yeah people do it we just kind of take it for we have these animals in our homes we kind of take it for granted but it is super interesting and and weird yeah that like two species can just kind of cohabitate and cooperate on some level these fucking animals outnumber the humans three to one in this house it used to be worse when we had the fish but now it's three to one yeah because we're down a human in the home generally okay day to day you know and uh we're down a fish but we still got four fucking cats and two dogs so that's six animals to two cats now four cats yeah we're down we had six cats for a while maybe seven i don't know god we were fostering cats for a while Mm -hmm. yeah i remember when you had the kittens yeah well yes well we had two two groups of kittens we had Vinny and Fifi, uh, that was the first adopted pair of kittens. Their mom got hit by a car or something. And whatever they were found, they were just a couple of weeks old. Living under some kind of bush or something, mm-hmm. starving and whatever. So we brought them home to foster them until they were old enough to be, you know, adopted by someone else. But then we couldn't give them away. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the story of my life. That's how That's it goes. Yeah. how they get you. And then, Jesus, a couple of weeks later, we got a whole other batch of four kittens that we were fostering. Bluey, Reddy Teddy, Perpy, and Green Greenie or Green Bean. Okay. Based on the colors of their collars, they had these little Velcro collars right. that they wore when we got them so we could tell them apart. So they were all just yeah. black cats. Right. No that's, markings, that's just good. black so we just named them by the color of their, uh, yeah, collars. And, um, but Bluey, yeah, Perpy, <laughs> which, yeah, we could have done better with that one maybe. But uh, oh, That's pretty great. Yeah, he's doing the, he did his little perp, perp walk on the mm-hmm. catwalk. But uh, Bluey had uh, sudden infant cat death, mm-hmm. which was awful. Cause he's so tiny and like, yeah. he just, I mean, they had whatever that, um, sickness is that kittens get a lot. Uh, and we had to treat them for that, give them shots. Sometimes they wouldn't eat. So we'd have to give them like fluids intravenously and bluey just, uh, didn't make it. And then we just had to watch him fade away. Uh, so horrible. Yeah. That's rough. And he, oh God, um, you're my boy, Blue. And uh, so then we were left with three. We already had three cats in the home because we had Vinny and Fifi mm-hmm. and Max. And now we got these three, but it's like you, you want to give them away in pairs, adopted in pairs. We didn't want to give any of them away. I wanted to keep all of them. Right. But like, okay, we can give two away we'd rather give if they're going to be fostered or adopted i mean like let them have a friend like a brother to go into the new place with that seemed right but that meant we gave away perpy and ready teddy and we kept green bean and now green bean kind of feels like the outsider because Vinny and fifi 
our brother and sister. So he's not in that little clique. And Max is like old, oldish now. He's like 13. So he's just an old man. There's no alliance there. He's just in his own little world. And so Green Bean's all by himself, kind of. Well, he gets, even if they're not forming alliances, I think at least there's a lot of mental stimulation. Yeah. Sure. In the presence of these other yeah. animals. So he terrorizes good. Vinny a lot. Vinny's the girl. Mm-hmm. She's the smallest one, and uh, he terrorizes her. So he gets his exercise. Good. He's a fat fucker, though. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like 17 pounds. And you can tell how big he's supposed to be because his tail is like kind of thin <laughs> and not that right. long. Right. And his head is kind of small. Right. And then the middle area is just like, Jesus, man. <laughs> Take a fucking walk. Like, (laughs) do some rounds, you know, around the house. Nope. This fucking fat fucker. He just lays there, barely roll over. Well, there's something to be said for enjoying life to that extent. Complete and utter laziness. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Anyway, those those that's the cat stories, I guess. Yeah. But we were we used to have when my mom, you might know her name's Gigi, lived with us. She had two cats. Right. Yeah, you know, I remember. And then my brother, you might know him, his name's Dave, lived with us. He brought his cat. For a while, we had seven cats. That's a lot of fucking cats. It's a lot of fucking cats. Like I feel you're 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 halfway at that <laughs> point to the like. Uh, just a stereotype come and like (laughs) seal off your house and like make you leave (laughs) right yes only halfway there though only half had a lot of more breathing room but yeah sure we'd have to double the feline count but we're down to four i feel better about that yeah it's a very manageable number it's nice i think two you should have two cats probably but we got four Max will die soon, I guess. The rest of them are only three years old, so we're with them for a while. Yeah. If all goes well. You never know. That's the thing. You never know. Mm-hmm. That's very true. You don't know. Yeah. It's better when it kind of comes suddenly, though. Yeah, probably. Or even like, even if it's not completely sudden and very, you know. A limited amount of time there because watching them go downhill is bad. Well, and they don't enjoy it either. No, no. It's just better probably if it has to happen, I think. Probably true for anyone, you know. Yeah. Human, cat, whatever. Right. We share that. um, (laughs) Again, it's it's more uh, connections. Mm -hmm. Or we're just projecting our. Maybe. Human values onto the cats. You just don't know. You don't know what's going on in there. You don't. Hello, what's going on in there? You wrap what's on the little head, tap it. Hello, right. you don't know. McFly, anybody home in there? McFly. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Speaking of McFly. Yeah. I did in my you know watching of YouTube habit, just video after video flooding in. I did see a video yesterday. 
and I was it was about 90 seconds long and it took me to the end to try to decide if it was real or like some kind of fake thing that's good I like that sometimes and I ultimately realized I decided it was real I did not google to find out okay it was a commercial and I was just like is this for a real thing it's it's for a real thing but it was back to the future the musical Live on stage. That's completely unsurprising that it's real, though. Yeah. If it is real. Yeah. But it really was. I mean, I know you discount anything with singing in it almost immediately. Yeah, almost immediately. I like some of it. Some of it is like it falls into that. Yes, this is a very bad kind of like a parody of like this this is like why people that don't like broadway like don't like broadway in their minds it's like this right and this back <laughs> right. to the future musical was like that right it was right. very much stop the planets of the apes stop the planet of the apes i want to get off <laughs> that's what it looked like in this commercial at least you know i don't know what that is that's from a simpsons they go to see the play and it's stop the planet of the apes i want to get off and it's this planet of the apes musical and it's pretty hilarious Oh god. He can talk. He can talk. He can talk. I can sing. <laughs> Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, that's Dr. Zayas, of course. Yes, of course. Dr. Zayas. Yeah, that whole thing. They did right. a whole little extended joke of it. Of course um, they did. <laughs> but you you don't mind it. I don't instantly turn it off if they're singing. Um, I've, I mean, I think I did probably at some point in my life, but lately, you know, I wouldn't even say lately. There's things. I think what I don't like is there's a certain style of um, like musical that I cannot comprehend the music from. Like it's just too advanced for me or like the the stanzas are too long. Like I can't find the melody in them. Like Les Mis is that way for me. You can't find a melody? No. It just sounds like people are singing random notes to their talking. Oh. So that's, so that's one categorization of musicals that I don't like. So I'm going to put Les Mis in that category. Okay. And that guy that did that, a lot of his stuff, I don't like. Um, even though I realize he's like one of the most renowned, beloved, like musical people. Musical um, people. You got to watch them. Yeah. I'm just not into that. Yeah. Then there's the musicals that are like... Tom Hooper? Stop the Planet of the Apes. I want to get off Back to the Future, the musical. Like, it's just like, I don't know, taking some thing. And it doesn't have to be pop culture inspired, but it has some... There's another genre in there of music. Like, I don't know what to call it. It's very Broadway-y in a certain way. I don't know how to define it beyond that. It's like overwrought. It's like they say about like, yeah, something like that. You know what that quote about the judge and pornography, like I can't define it, but I know it when I see it right, kind of right, thing right, like that right. Broadway thing. And then there's musicals that either are somehow like that, but so good it transcends and I like them. Like what? Or it don't is move a, on like what? Um, I don't know. Is Hamilton in that category? I haven't seen it, of course. Since Hamilton is a quote-unquote rap musical, 
it's hard to decide. It's hard to categorize that. I wouldn't argue that maybe Hamilton is in that category. It's hard to say, but I love Hamilton. Have it like memorized front to back. Like it's great, amazing. I've probably listened to it literally hundreds of times in its entirety. Um, I, I refrain from having an opinion because I haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, you won't like it. You'll turn right. it off within 15 seconds because you'll be like, there's people on stage singing. And I'm not faulting you well, for who's that. Making I'm just snap saying I understand. Now. And that's I it. didn't even say that. I didn't make a judgment about it yet. You're the one making snap judgments about my potential snap judgments. I am making snap judgments about your snap judgments. So I'm. I mean, I'm, you turned off the movie Annette after like maybe 60 seconds or so. <laughs> just like. Yeah, they're singing. This is aggressively bad. <laughs> now, the movie may be aggressively bad, but it wasn't aggressively bad in the first 60 seconds. In the first 60 seconds, I was totally fucking into it. I was like, this is amazing. I love this. Oh, God, Annette. <laughs> Fuck. I guess that does qualify as a snap judgment since I turned it off so quickly. Yeah. But I'm I mean, if you didn't like time. that first 60 seconds, you were not going to get through the rest of the movie. That movie made Unless... $3.1 million at the box office. <laughs> well, it was uh, it was an Amazon original. It was one of these things they just put in a couple theaters so it could like qualify for Oscars or something, I think. <laughs> oh, good. Annette. Oh, fuck. I forgot about it. I mean... You didn't even get to the marionette. Jesus. The <sighs> titular Annette. Maria. Is a Mary puppet. Annette. Oh, I you know what? I didn't even fucking connect that in my mind. Right. There you go. But there you go. Now the movie works on a whole new level for me. I'm it's like, oh better. shit, what other hidden things are in the meanings are in this movie? I need to watch it again. What have I done? Yeah. I mean, I would easily watch that movie again one day. I mean, it is a combination of just so bizarre, possibly so bad, yet also so original. And it's how it is maybe bad or good that like it deserves to be seen. And um, like as Zardoz? I think the one like Zard, I would say Zardoz demands to be seen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, for sure. It, you have to see Zardoz. That's what I was going to say. That was like the review for Annette, like whatever critic, like their little thing. Like when they say like, you know, whatever. I had a wonderful time. Great roller coaster ride. Gene Shalit, you know, whatever. Right. Their thing was like, it demands to be seen. <laughs> Which <laughs> is such a strange thing to say about a movie in a way. Like, it is. And I'm saying that's completely accurate. I'm not saying the movie is good. I'm not saying it's bad. But it does demand to be seen. Like if a movie could fucking get in your face and be like, dude, I demand to be seen. Like that's <laughs> what that movie was doing to me. Like from the get go. So that's my ex. And, you know, I'm not recommending you give it another shot in any way. I mean, I know I have a very sketchy history of movie recommendations <laughs> with you. <laughs> I accept that we do not. You do not need to go watch it again. Um, 
but uh, it does feature some amazing scenes, such as again, it's a musical starring Adam Driver singing, which is curious enough. Um, oh, I saw him next to a horse yesterday. So, oh yeah, you saw him with the horse. Yeah, shirtless. That, yeah, in the perfume commercial or whatever and then he's commercial. Swimming. Yep. Yeah, oh, I've seen that. So he's all wet. You got, know? got a lot of people excited. And that made someone in my house wet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, me. I, it I was think, me. <laughs> well, I think maybe you could give it another go. I don't know. Because it does famous, Annette does famously feature Adam Driver singing while uh, wet, while wet, while singing wet, wet. <laughs> and, and performing cunnilingus on his uh, lover in the movie. I mean, that's a talent. It is Be able a to sing and do that at the same time. Yes. Um, I mean, the movie does have a lot of groundbreaking stuff. And eventually he and his wife, I suppose. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if they actually get married or they just are like a couple. But they do. She does get pregnant and give birth to a child. However, this child is, is the titular Annette. And the child is portrayed as a puppet. <sighs> for some reason. <laughs> And I think I have some ideas as to why we'd ha really have to get into the movie and stuff. But, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a thing. But there's a T lot of ins and outs. It, sure. And nobody's arguing that with you? <laughs> I just... Watching a musical and a puppet, it's like... Yeah. It's, maybe... and, and, and those things do not add together like... Like, like additively, like, oh, it has two strikes. It's like exponential, really. Okay, I was going to say maybe they canceled each other out in some weird way. But probably Oh, okay, not. that's interesting. That's an interesting theory. Like, it's two, so, so much horror, two different ways that maybe it's uh, not. Yeah, that could be it. The music really takes the edge off the horror. Yeah, like, there you go. This is insane. I don't want to watch people sing. And you're so unnerved by looking at a marionette that you don't notice the singing. Yeah. So I looked up Annette musical. Mm -hmm. And you know how they do their thing. They give you a little pictures and information right there now. It's yeah. nice. Annette. Actually, this film, whatever. And then beneath that is cast. Yes. Adam Driver as, and this is like, to me, this is third strike, right? Yes. Yeah. Just looking at the six pictures of the main cast members, Adam Driver as Henry McHenry. Yes. Okay. Leos Carrix as Leos Carrix. Okay. Russell May Male as... Russell Mayle. Yes. Ron Mayle as Ron Mayle. And yes. he, so even just that now, as I dig a little deeper, is exhausting to me. Well, those three people were in the first 60 seconds, and they're in essence playing some version of themselves. It's the director and the two writers of the musical. Yeah, fine. I don't care. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. But I've been Henry watching McHenry, the ape been, of God. The, excuse me. Henry McHenry is the ape of God. The ape of God. Yes. 
Did I see that in the first 60 seconds? No. You, if you stayed on for maybe four minutes, you would have seen it. I'll, I'll give this another chance, maybe. Not at your recommend. It's yes. my own thing, so you don't mm-hmm. have to put that guilt on yourself. All it's right. my own thing. I might do it. I go in with my eyes wide open, not on you in any way. I might give this just another look-see. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, it is a triumph for the arts. Which doesn't mean it's an enjoyable watch. Right. Or even good. Or even good. But it's definitely another triumph for the arts. And it's certainly not. Wholeheartedly, I will be behind that. And it's certainly not anti-Christ-ish. No, it's not anti-Christ-ish in its, like... Whatever. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Just misanthropic. (laughs) Right. Like, yeah, it's not like that. Torture porny, like... Right. Yeah. Violence, gore, porn. Not even, I don't know. Yeah. Yes, not like that at all. Just it's got specific things to me that are <laughs> awful. I've been watching. Now, uh, do you watch any, like, I feel like the golden age of TV is starting to, like, lose some of its shine finally. Okay. Not to say I'm not still watching shit. I watch shit. We watched Nine Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, only murders in the building. We're all caught up on that. I'm watching Mr. Corman. Do you I know this one? I don't know what that is. No. This is starring and directed by um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, I do know what that is. I've seen the like trailers for that on Apple TV when I go to watch something else on there. When so you're I'm sinking, familiar with that. When you're sinking down into your couch one night. Yeah. Flipping around, you you put that on. Okay. This is me I'll, recommending something to you. Yeah, I'll do that. My point is watching that, Only Murders in the Building, and there was something else. I keep seeing Is shit. Only Murders in the Building that one with Martin yes. Short and Steve Martin? Okay. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that one, it's not, like, the best ever, but it's fine. It's something to put on. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I keep seeing things that are like not ripoffs, but like holy shit, that is from my fucking movie or different movies. I yeah. Like within a week, I saw three different things. There was one where, and I don't remember what. Oh, it might have been in Nine Perfect Strangers. She's getting like texts, like cryptic texts like doom doom texts did you watch the show no oh whatever okay anyway there's she's the one character is getting these texts she doesn't know who they're from and it's like just very ominous shit and they pop up on the screen you read them and it's like what the fuck it's like so similar to the last quantum shorts movie i did where mm-hmm. zach's getting the texts from you know thoughts from the cosmos or whatever right right okay and I was like, what the fuck? And it, like, okay, you're seeing texts on screen. That's fine. But this was like, it some, looked similar and the whole vibe of it was the same. I don't know, whatever. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? And then Only Murders in the Building, the whole opening is like this stylized. It's sort of like a lot of it takes place in this apartment building. Um, and like, so it's it's an illustrated 
exterior of the apartment building and kind of see in all the windows and the camera moves okay. around to different windows and shit, yeah. you know, and you see silhouettes of people in there, whatever. Right. right. And I'm like, holy shit, that looks, this is like uncannily similar to the one movie, the 54 hours movie I made. You remember that one? Lay Ave? I remember see, that name. You see the outside of the building and like silhouettes of people doing their shit in right. each window. And I'm like, Jesus. And then another one was there's, oh my God, in uh, Mr. Corman, the one episode is, uh, he's like driving around, he's talking on the phone, he's outside, and in the background up in the sky, there's like a comet that's on fire and it's heading towards him, but he doesn't fucking see it. And then he's driving in his car and you can see out the window there's a comet and it's getting closer and closer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? Same shit. And it's yeah. not just the concept of it, like the way it was framed, like the grade, the color grade of it looked the same. And it just kept happening over yeah. and over. Well, again, I think there's patterns, these spaghetti paths where if you're going to film a comet like that, there's a certain color grade and framing that independently right it's like one of those balls falling through that's how i envision it you know how those little toys where you drop yeah, a ball I, and like, I know it. like that's doom, it doom, okay doom, we got a comical what happened boom, boom. you know but it always ends up kind of funneled no matter how it bounces around at the end you kind of get funneled into if not the exact same hole a nearby hole maybe i don't know it was multiple shots yeah it is a little crazy Anyway, it's crazy it's like, the way the universe fucking does that to us. Yeah. And that's the things bubble up and there's ideas out there and more than one person grabs them. But it's similar maybe to how like, you know, so this is maybe a stretch, but in my mind, it feels very closely connected to our earlier conversation, this app about the dogs and the crows. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the way there's this societal force and I don't know beings whether they be humans or even other species somehow get like absorbed into it there's something larger than us i'm not trying to say something larger like some force like a god-like force or anything like that or like the the universe has a plan for us I, it's just but it is something like you know maybe some sort of natural phenomenon, right? This the way all these ping pong balls are bouncing around. And it's all mental, right? It's all an invention of our mind. It's fucking crazy, man. I don't know what I'm even saying. Is it though, if if the crow is looking at you and it comes when you whistle, is that an invention of our minds? I don't think so. I think the meaning ascribed to that is an invention. Yeah, you're right. It's not necessarily an invention. Oh fuck! <laughs> the meaning. I mean, there is an external hungry. objective reality on top of it. Let's. We have to hold on to that, you yeah. know, because mm -hmm. the other way lies madness. No, that's for sure. We've seen it. We've been to the edge. We've stood and looked down. We lost a lot of friends there, baby. Yeah, very true. <sighs> so. Since I brought it back to the animals, there is one other thing I wanted to say about that. Please, I could talk about animals all day. Well, I before I referred to the birds as air fish. Yeah. And if that is the case, if you adopt that model, which I typically do, that means we're kind of like... Land fish? Crabs. 
we're walking on the bottom of this ocean. The fish are swimming, right. but we're stuck there. Yeah. It's very yeah. fucked up. And all of a sudden I realize I, I'm some kind of weird crab with no shell walking around the fucking bottom. Yeah, your shell's on the inside. How fucking stupid is that? Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. Who has their shell on the inside? <laughs> and also, like, the air fish at least can, like, land, you know, come down and then walk around. Yeah. It's like a hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Like, the fish can't go walk around on the bottom of the ocean. I know. Where are the fish with fucking legs? And I realize there are maybe some weird outliers, yeah, these transitionary have, yeah. species. Yeah. But not as like, a general design are there fish that also have, like, little six crab legs on the bottom. Like, oh, I'm swimming around. Oh, let me go to the bottom and walk around. Now let me right, swim away. Walk around. Now, someone out there is going to be, dude, you don't fucking know. There's a whole class of animals that way. It's like sea that, cucumbers or something exist, that have but, little, like, quasi-appendages. Yeah, but they're totally different, too, I feel. Because they're, like, they're not, yeah, I don't know. They're just well, they're a blob like of a, shit that just kind of like floats a, around. They're more like jellyfish. Like Yeah, exactly. Aren't jellyfish like a collection of independent sort of organisms that decide to work together? I, I have think that they are. learned something like that in like grade school or like middle school. Yes. Like I it's think not there might one be creature. S- there might be s- well, I mean, where do you draw the line? Again. Well, right. That's the question. Like, I think they only, have drawn the line, and it's right at jellyfish, because that's not one creature. Yeah. Or it might be, like, that's certain their, species or certain kind of, like, jellyfish-like creatures are that way, but not necessarily. Yeah, Perhaps. I don't know. I think there's some like caveat Port- to it, but yes. Exactly. Like a Portuguese it's like a colony. Or might be one creature. It's like a colony of cells that work together. <laughs> it's not <laughs> right. really, like, they haven't Which, taken that step we? to becoming, like, a single organism. Aren't we just a colony of cells that work together, you know? And then you're trying to define it. Yeah. Well, there could, like, I mean, oh, I imagine fuck. there could be something like genetically, right? Like we have the same DNA in all our cells. You know, the instructions for making an eyebrow are also in the cells in our toenails and shit. Like, whereas maybe these creatures aren't that way. It's just like, yeah, I'm a this kind of cell. And I give birth like to when, other cells like that. And like over here is a completely get, different type of cell, and it gives birth to, but like we're not like a single reproducing organism. It doesn't grow you, you, from a single cell, like a like a embryo into this. That was right. my guess. This is me making just wild conjectures, right, just sure. guessing how biology works we're while back, being we're recorded. Back I'm just making wild guesses. <laughs> Why am I doing that? I don't know. <laughs> It's kind of dumb. I shouldn't be, but here I am. Well, you're trying to make connections here. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> um, it's like when people get these tumors in their stomach or something, and it's a giant mass, but then it has teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, where'd the fucking teeth come from? Well, we, you know, we just made them. We make anything we want, you know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Indeed. <laughs> That's your answer. You can make to another everything. brain. <laughs> right. Right. Way to go, cancer. That's your answer for everything. Fuck it. Tattoo it on your teeth. Um, fuck. These, um, why would a fish want to go and, like, scuttle around on the bottom of the ocean, though? There would be no point when it has the entire ocean that it can explore, you know? Uh, That is true. I mean, 
it just breaks a hole in the whole birds as land fish analogy. Well, since I guess there again to... is an objective reality, and air ultimately does have different properties than water, which was why birds need to walk around. They don't There's just float. Gravity, they don't just glide it, it, their whole life through the air like a fish would do in the water. Gravity is a huge factor in this, you know, because the water, yeah. especially salt water, gives the fish buoyancy. So they're not like they get to float around in the air because mm-hmm. they don't have to do as much work. They're they're just floating around. Birds can't fly continuously. They need yeah. to refuel. Fish are floating and refueling well, simultaneously. And that's why the fish don't have, have little legs and walk around because, like, they wouldn't be able to get down there and stay down there. They'd get <laughs> right. down there and be like, oh, let me walk around. Be like, no, you're just kind of floating back up. Right. You'd step down and that would push you. <laughs> be like being on the moon or something. Right. You kind of become a semi-weightless. Semi-weightless. Yeah. Whatever. Jesus. Semi-weightless. Well, that is one of the ways they train those astronauts for that shit. Underwater. Underwater, yeah. Yeah. Because it's kind of similar in some ways. Right. And it's probably good for detecting leaks. Yeah. Well, yeah. For sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That shit's got to work down there. If it works down there, you know, there's a good bet. Not a not 100%, but it'll work in a vacuum. I don't know. Why am I talking? <laughs> Why is why you know why are any of us talking, man? I don't know. Crows talk, kinda. That's what I've I heard. To, I used to play this game where it's like, I don't know, you're little and it's just kind of understood subconsciously that humans are the best. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. we're smarter than all the other animals. We can do more things. We do very specific and complex things that animals can't do. But then I started thinking about it. It's like, well, what can we do that animals can't do? <laughs> it's like, well, we make art. Well, o- octopi make art, you know? Mm-hmm. We, uh, we fly. We have birds fly, you know? It's like, well, we can, we can live on land, but we can also go underwater. Yeah, other shit does that too. Well, we can do math. Horses do fucking math. <laughs> we have language. Birds have language. You know, it's like fuck. We can go to space. Tardigrades go to space. Yeah. <laughs> like. Well, I fuck, think it just well, how shows. How are we special? We're not. That. We make um, podcasts. How about that? Animals that haven't true. done that yet. That is true. They don't. Animals don't have the internet. But again, yet. birds. They they make their noises to each other and other birds are listening, so it's you know it's not yeah. that far off. Yeah. Well it's just I shit think, to amuse your ears. But when I hear that, I don't think, oh, there's nothing I mean, I guess it's two sides of the coin. I don't think of it like, oh, there's nothing special about humans. I think, wow, there's something so amazingly special about all these other animals. Yeah. Yeah. Just like us, in a way. Yeah, sure. It's fucking weird. I'm here looking at because you did that, uh, I don't know, that Annette cast thing. I'm looking at it here. And <laughs> Ron Mayle is like staring at me. And it's just like. And what's he, weird. I'm just looking at his like ape face staring at me. And it's just like, man, humans are fucking weird. Yeah. 
Well, between him and his brother, Russell, Jesus, yeah. you know? So, and like, these, yeah, go on. Well, I, I'm just in the way my page is laid out. Cause I got the same thing I'm looking at and he's the last of the six photos that they have there. Mm-hmm. But the white circle with the little right facing arrow is over his mouth on my oh, page. It's even so makes it even weirder because it's just his else. eyes looking at me. But go ahead. Well, what I was going to say to give you maybe more context to absorb this triumph of the arts, if you ever do find yourself revisiting it. OK, so so uh, Ron and Russell, <laughs> the male brothers. Yep. Male, male. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So recently Mail. there like was Ishmael. released Mail. Ishmael. a documentary about them done by Edgar Wright. Really? Yes. Called about- the Sparks Brothers. Because apparently they have been this band called Sparks. I know the band. You know the band Sparks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, they're the band Sparks, those two guys, and they made this musical. It's like their music. That's crazy. There's some avant-garde, beloved band. I'd never heard of them. Yeah, never Sparks. heard any of their music. Years active, 66 to present. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that's these so, guys. So there you go. Annette was made by Sparks. These guys are old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, if they were active in 1966, that's before Styx was even doing their shit. Yeah. I mean, they're in their 70s then. Uh could be it says here sparks is 1971 on my little pop-up of him but they could have been active before that in some way well kind of like dennis DeYoung and the panazzo brothers were doing yeah. their trade wins shit before sticks was around probably right. something like right. that yeah age 72 there you go John Russell. 72 but uh they just yeah. came up in one of my like discover weeklies on spotify so I've only recently become aware of them. Maybe their newfound fame from <laughs> their triumph of the arts. Yeah. Well, plus this documentary more. is apparently oh, yeah. a thing. Sure. Um, they're becoming more popular now. Finally, it's never too late. I think is the lesson we take. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it's the the documentary makes it out to be one of these things where like every popular music, musician you know of like knows of sparks and was influenced by them, but no one, not As many people actually know <laughs> sparks yeah. and understand that. Right. Right. They're like, like sticks. Yeah. They're like a band for other bands to like really move out on a, a band's, band's band. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like Armand Assant. He's an actor's actor. Apparently. All right. There you go. I don't know why I was looking up Armand Assant yesterday. I don't know who that is. I think I do, but I can't quite bring it up. He played the titular Gotti in the TV movie Gotti. Or maybe okay. it was an HBO movie. Gotti. I know who that is. He won an he was Emmy in like for a that. lot of stuff. Yeah, he's a character then. actor and he's an actor's actor. Yeah. He's got a look about him, you know? Yeah, he definitely has a look about him. It's got something going on there. Anyway, I don't think it's... I'll probably change my username. It just struck me. Change your username? Well, yeah, in the old... Uh, I mean, I guess you haven't noticed. In the old Slack. It has, um, your name has your given first name for me. 
has for a while. Well, there's some setting then where you choose somehow you've chosen to have the display name show instead of my name name. Cause I see, I see Armand Assant. Okay. I see that now that, that is your, your, your username to what I can tell, uh, live tech support here on the podcast. I love it. <laughs> uh, your, your username is your given first name, but like your name name, like your, what would be not your username, but your actual name. Right. You go into your profile settings and, but like, I don't see that anywhere. I just see people's usernames, I guess. Interesting. Like sloppy steak eater or no. Yeah. I don't know. I don't fully get it. I'm looking at Dan flashes where right now. Yeah. There's a display name. I see Luke. I just see Dan. So yeah, we are like on a different thing. Yeah. There's some kind of setting. What browser are you in? Yes. I'm yes. in no browser. I'm in the Slack thing. Yes. You have Armand Assant as like your yeah, name. Yeah, my name, yes. Not but my your display, display name. name is just Adam. And I just see the display name. However, Whereas I Luke see every- has Luke as his name, but his display name is Dan Flash's wearer. I so see you guys everybody's, are doing opposite. I see everybody's names, not their display name. I see. Gotcha. Because your name is BK Shuckers. Yeah, that's right? what I see for myself too. But that's your name, not your that's display. Because I do not have a display name. I only right. have. Oh no, I guess I do. View full profile. You do have a display name, but I don't see that. I see. I see. They're, my display name is just all lowercase, no spaces. But my name name right. is like two words, like it would be a person's actual name. Yes, and that's what I see. I see your name name. But you don't see that. You see everybody's display, which is how it should work. You see their display name. That's how I thought yeah, it would it's work. It's like their user ID, like A, B, C, one, two, three, whatever, you know, like a account, like a yeah, username thing. There's a setting somewhere, but maybe if I open the Slack app, I just use a browser. I don't yeah, know why. There could be a way to do it. I don't know. I've I don't think it's super interesting. Business. <laughs> no. What is the point? You got to draw the line somewhere and, Mm -hmm. you know, this ain't jellyfish. 